You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women to be the best versions of themselves. And if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while you do it. Okay, ladies, we're maintaining our sanity today. How are we doing that? We are going to talk about stress. Oh my goodness. Stress. For women, stress is something that I feel like it really starts to come up in the teenage years. Like I feel like now that I think about it, I had my first legit like stressful, anxious days as a teenager. And as we progress, that road just gets longer and longer and longer and more and more stressful obstacles along the way. So how do we deal with it? First, I think we have to acknowledge that every single woman is going to have a lot of stress. Just some of it just from being a woman, like, you know, our bodies, there's things that go on. We have our cycles, headaches, migraines, all that stuff is stressful. Just being a chick in itself, okay? Um, And then, of course, we have the different situations that we go through in life that, you know, cause stress, different relationships, be it with friends, our significant others, our husbands. This is just what happens sometimes in relationships. We stress each other out. And I know women stress men out too, but I'm talking to this girl tribe here, and today we're just going to put it all on them. They stress us out. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, they stress us out. So how do we deal with all this stuff? Okay, Um, work is another one that stresses us out. Work is insanely stressful. Women have jobs that I feel like more than ever are very stressful. And then on top of that, you know, you're a woman, so you've got all your woman stuff going on. And then you may even be your own boss. Maybe you have your own business. Owning a business is stressful because you're also depending on yourself for your own income on top of doing your job, okay? So again, I feel like most women that um, listen to the podcast either have like a side hustle or they're a small business owner or a big business owner. And so I know you hear me 100% there. It is not easy being a woman entrepreneur. Um, Trying to move your brand forward is very, very stressful. So we've identified some situations in life that all of us are in that cause stress to us. So now let's talk about some things that we can do and some studies and things like that. So I want to share some things that I came across um, just doing some reading. Okay. And um, so first I wanted to hop on to the Mayo Clinic site. So um, if you're not familiar with Mayo Clinic, um, they are a research institution. They have a string of hospitals as well. Um, You know, they are a center for um, medical research in all different fields, but they do have a big component of what they do that is primarily geared towards women's physical and mental health. So you will find lots of great information on um, mayoclinic.org that um, is geared towards women's health issues. So I would definitely recommend that you um, use this as a resource if you're looking for like reputable resources online. Okay. Um, And this article is basically entitled need stress relief. Try these four A's. Okay. And I like this because it 
breaks it down into four things, but also four A's. So this should be easy for us to remember. And this article is basically just by Mayo Clinic staff. And um, it says, when we feel the effects of stress weighing us down, it's like lugging a backpack that becomes heavier and heavier by the minute. Too much stress can make our journey through life difficult. Happy events, you know, um, certainly help to remedy that. But, you know, we do need to master these four A's to be able to navigate our life with um a little less stress. You're never going to avoid all stress in life. That's impossible to do, but we can manage it and avoid some, okay? So the four A's that they mentioned here are avoid, alter, accept, and adapt. And I love these, okay? So let's start with avoid. It says, believe it or not, you can simply avoid a lot of stress, plan ahead, rearrange your surroundings, and reap the benefits of a lighter load. Now, I just had a podcast episode, which I don't believe um, is out just yet, or it may be by the time you hear this, but it was how I manage stressful eating situations with my kids by avoiding introducing certain foods to them. I just avoided it altogether. Certain candies, you know, sweets, junk foods, I just avoided it. I was like, you know what? I know that if I give them this stuff later on, that's all they're going to want. And that's going to cause me stress. So as a woman, you have to be thinking kind of very simple like that. Like what little things on a daily basis from my family, um, from my husband, from my spouse, from my significant other, whomever, what are those little stressful things? And sometimes it's just a bunch of little stuff. So this, I feel like is something that wouldn't even be on someone's radar. Like, oh, I'm going to avoid giving my kids certain foods so that, you know, it doesn't turn into a stressful situation for me later on. But for me, this is something that's helped me manage my stress, my anxieties. Um, so I just take a very um, avoidant type of um position on certain things and say, you know what, if this is going to cause me stress, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to avoid it altogether, no matter how hard or unpopular it is. Okay, so a lot of people, you know, they kind of <laughs> scoff at me like, oh, you should give your kids more candy, they're kids, and they should have it. Probably so. But you know what, I don't care. It, it saves me stress. All right. Um, so next, it says, take control of your surroundings. Is traffic insane? Leave early for work or take a longer, less traveled route. Avoid people who bother you, okay? If a coworker who causes your jaw to tense up, <laughs> put physical distance between the two of you. Sit far away from at meetings, you know, just do your job and just try not to really engage with them too much. Learn to say no. Now, this is a hard one, um, I feel like, for all of us at times, because for me, I'm more of like a giving, you know, let's help everybody type of person. Um, and sometimes saying no can be challenging for me. But recently and more recent um, months past, years past, I've learned this and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to say no to certain things. Avoid. And that's, again, how you avoid certain things, certain problems is just say no. So um, it says you have a lot of responsibilities and dem that demand your time. At a certain point, you cross the line between being charitable and being foolish. Ooh, Turn down that neighborhood sports league if you don't need it. Pass on coaching the random t-ball thing, you know, um, whatever it is, you know, if it's just going to add more stress and you don't need it, just don't do it. Avoid it. Okay. Um, 
Now, another thing that they talk on here, it says ditch part of your list. Label your to-do list with A's, B's, and C's according to importance. On hectic days, scratch the C's from your list. So for me, um, that translates into things that aren't that important. If I can do them, great. But if I can't, don't feel bad about it. And um, one thing that was stressing me out that I kind of had to take a back seat on a little bit and say, you know what, that's okay, was my little girl's room. So I'm more of a neat and tidy type of person. I've grown into that. I was a messy person as like a young person, as like teenager and stuff. I was really more messy. Um, but just through different things I went through in life, I've become a very almost like ritualistic about my my cleaning and organization. Um, but recently, you know, being in the pandemic, I've had to ditch some of that mess, you know, um, not everything's going to be the way you want it all the time. So I was like, you know what, I want my kids room to be a certain way all the time. But how realistic is that in a pandemic, because we're spending more time inside. So that's something now that I've added kind of like to the C part of my list. And I'm like, if the room is neat and tidy, great. If it's a little bit messy, sometimes that's okay. Okay, so you kind of have to let go of certain things. And that's all tied into this um, first A of avoidance, okay? So now we're on to our second A, which is alter. One of the most helpful things you can do during times of stress is to take inventory, then attempt to change the situation for the better. So respectfully ask others to change their behavior and be willing to do the same. Small problems often create larger ones if they aren't resolved. If you're tired of being the target of a friend's joke at jokes at parties, ask them to stop, leave you out of their comedy routine. And in turn, you will enjoy his or her other jokes um, and everything. So, you know, standing up for yourself, basically, um, you know, um, another one they mentioned here under alter, communicate your feelings openly. Remember to use I statements as in I feel frustrated by shorter deadlines and a heavier workload. Um, is there something we can do to balance things out? Okay, so little things like that. And this is a great one for work or being an entrepreneur. Maybe you're dealing with a crazy customer. That was something um, that gave me a lot of stress um, with my previous um, business and um, was dealing with really, really um, unruly at times customers. <laughs> so um, I had to figure out a way to manage that stress because when I tell you I was stressed, I would lose sleep over some of these things just with my customers. So if you are an entrepreneur, you know, maybe you sell dresses and you have people who, you know, just want something for nothing. They want 50% off and you're like, I'm not giving you 50% off, whatever it is. Um, figure out a way to deal with that stress, set up some really good like policies, have those in place and stick to them. Make it apparent and stick to them, okay? Um, set limits in advance. Instead of stewing over a colleague's nonstop chatter, politely start the conversation with, I've got only five minutes to cover this now. Although they're saying that's polite for me in my mind, like the minute you tell me, one, the minute you start a conversation with let me know how much time you have or how much time you don't have, I'm already a little bit miffed. I'm like, mm, okay, so basically what you're telling me is you don't have time to talk to me. Um, 
if that's someone that you care about, um, I would say use this one, like season it with salt a little bit, use this one sometimes, not all the time. But if it's somebody who, you know, is problematic and not somebody who is really um, in your life, but just a coworker, someone you work with and um, they've been problematic for you, then use it. You know, just say, hey, oh, thank you so much. You know, I've got five minutes to go over this. What do you got? You know, I keep it moving. Just keep it moving right on along. Okay. So those were all under the second A, which is alter. Now, the next one is accept. Okay. Sometimes we have no choice but to accept the things the way that they are. So when you have to accept things, some things you want to do first, they list, list here is talk to someone. You may not be able to change a frustrating situation, but that doesn't mean your feelings aren't legitimate. Phone or schedule a coffee break with an understanding friend and um, talk about it. So, you know, have someone that you can do that for. Um, I had another podcast episode that talked about um, three reasons or maybe four reasons. I can't remember. <laughs> um, there's a lot. I only gave a couple in that episode, but there's a ton of reasons um, that it is difficult to make friends as an adult. Um, so listen to that one. If you, you know, are like, well, I don't actually have anybody who, you know, has a time to talk with me and everything. Cause I, there are some good tips that I picked up there that I want to share. Okay. So next one under there is forgive. It takes energy to be angry. Yes, forgive may take practice, but by doing so, you will feel free yourself and you won't have that burning negative energy. Why stew in your anger when you could shrug it off and move on? And sometimes that's hard to do when someone has legit wronged you, like they come at you wrong and said some stuff you really don't like and you're just like, really? Or they done something horrible? let it go, you know, um, and letting it go doesn't excuse what they did. It's just that choice of being like, you know what, I choose not to think about this. Like, I don't want to think about this. Um, and sometimes that's ju just what you have to do. So um, that's one that I am also working on too. And um, when I'm able to do it, I feel so much better. So, um, and again, it's not going to work every single time. Like we're only human, right? But try to do it um, and, and that, that will help and everything. So then practice positive self-talk. It's easy to lose objectivity when you're stressed. One negative thought can lead to another and soon you've created a mental avalanche. Be positive. Instead of thinking I'm horrible with money and I'll never be able to control my finances. Try this. I made a mistake with my money, but I'm resilient and I'll get through it. Positive self-talk is something that women need a lot of, okay? And I'm a person that I always think in my head like man I'm strong I got this I'm independent I'm a businesswoman like you know I'm putting my all into being a mom like I'm giving everything my all I got this but you know what comes with that you know um that drive and that 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 need to feel um accomplished is feelings 
of self-doubt and negative self-talk because when you're holding yourself to a high standard, it's like, that's not good enough. You could have done that better. You know, why did you do this? These are the things that I'm saying to myself in my head all the time. And sometimes for moms, it could even be something like, man, I, I wanted to spend more time with my kids today. And that's a big one for me because I really enjoy my children. I like playing with them. I love teaching them. This whole teaching thing for me during the pandemic, I, I'm just like loving it. Um, and but with that, though, it's like I'm so guilty if I take a couple of minutes out for myself and I didn't even realize I was doing that. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm beating myself up like, oh, I should have spent more time with the girls today. But I completely forget that, you know, I did school with them. And then I played like three or four games with them. Then we had an art project and, you know, several other things like made little treats for them. And then when I'm like trying to do work in the evening or early in the morning and I feel like I'm not giving them my time, I'm getting super negative in my head about it. And that little bit just avalanches, like it said, into I'm not doing anything for my children. I'm a horrible mom. And that's not the case, you know, and that's not anybody's case. If you're listening to this podcast, you are doing a great job just because you're already invested in uh, like listening and learning. So um, avoid the negative self-talk, ladies, because that is one that we get a lot of. And then society does it to us too, right? You have, you know, the online culture, you know, that we're all involved in, you know, that can be a very negative place. You're involved with work. Sometimes negativity comes from relationships with friends or significant others. So there's a lot of reasons that negative self-talk really does, um, affect women in a very deep way. Um, so we really have to be careful with that one because it just snowballs, okay? So let's move on to our last A, which is adapt. Thinking you can't cope is one of the greatest stressors. That's why adapting, which often involves changing your standards or expectations can be most helpful in dealing with stress. So how do we do this, okay? We adjust your standards. Um, do you need to vacuum and dust twice a week? Would macaroni and cheese be un an unthinkable substitute for a homemade lasagna? Redesign success and stop striving for perfection. And you may operate with a little less guilt and frustration. That one right there is huge for me because like most moms, we do hold ourselves to a very high standard. We're striving for perfection. And that was me. That was another thing, as I mentioned at the outset, the cleanliness thing during the pandemic. You know, I was that person who did dust twice a week, you know, vacuuming, moving under the couch, you know, vacuuming up all that stuff like all the time. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, this is just adding more stress unnecessarily. Um, sure, I can have a clean house, but why don't I do this once every two weeks, do the dusting every two weeks instead of uh, once a week? Because now who in the world's coming over anyway, right? So moms, let's just chill with that. <laughs> um, you know, we, we can like, relax a little bit. The pandemic has been good for that, I guess. Um, now, practice thought stopping. Stop gloomy thoughts immediately. Refuse to replay a stressful situation as negative, and it may cease to be negative, okay? So um, sometimes that's just like 
things, maybe past traumas, things that you've been through. I know I'll do that. And women, we're famous for doing that, right? Like we'll randomly think of something that, you know, somebody did like five years ago and you're like, are oh, you getting mad about it all over again? Like, I hate that. Why did this happen? Uh. So just try not to do that. And that's hard not to do. And I I do all of these, okay? No one's perfect. And I know you do them too, okay? This is all about encouragement for each other. So now, reframe the issue. Try looking at a situation from a new viewpoint. Instead of feeling frustrated that you're home with a sick child, look at it as an opportunity to bond, relax, and finish a load of laundry. That's a great tip. Adopt a mantra. Create a saying such as, I can handle this, and repeat that over and over again. That's one that I never... Um, have done enough of like that positive like okay you got this you could do it and I've done that more recently and it has actually helped so yeah um now the last one that I want to talk about that they list here is look at the big picture ask yourself will this matter in a year or in five years if the answer is no realize that and make a stressful situation less overwhelming by understanding that okay so Look at the big picture, try to be a glass um, half full type of person, more positive thinking, and then ask yourself, you know, how important is this? You know, is this something that's going to affect me now, you know, or a year from now or five years from now? And then prioritize that stuff, the stuff that's going to affect you long term. And that's really um, something that I have seen a lot of successful women do, and that has been very beneficial for them. So that's something that I'm um also also striving for um now let's hop over really quick to the cdc so first we were on mayoclinic.org okay so again great resource you know um trusted tried and true resource with real research studies from universities and scientists and cdc.gov is absolutely the same so um cdc is a great resource definitely um for all anything health related okay this is almost like a combination of you know the every all the knowledge on a topic from all the leading experts in each field so this is why you want to look at places like this okay so one thing that they um say to do um oh once i'm sorry one thing that i wanted to share that they make a point in the beginning is how um certain things can affect um children Okay, so children and youth often struggle with how to cope with stress. Youth can be particularly overwhelmed when their stress is connected to a traumatic event like a natural disaster, family loss, school shooting, community violence. Um, and parents and caregivers and educators can take steps to provide stability and support that help young people feel better. So, of course, as I mentioned in the beginning, you know, my I can recall my first real stressful moments as a teenager. So, you know, you might not be a mom, but you may know a someone who is a young person. Um, you may babysit, okay? Um, you may be an auntie. This is all stuff as a community of women. We need to implement for ourselves and then share it with the other younger women, okay? And I'm a firm believer in that. Um, you don't have to be a mom to be invested in the next generation, okay? We all have a part to play as women. So you've got some young person in your life, okay, 
if you see they look stressed, um, especially now with the pandemic, be aware and then use some of the things that we talked about in the the first article that I shared to to help them. Okay. Now, the last one that I want to share has some great tips because it talks about how stress can affect your body. So we're talking about like how to de-stress, right? Now we're going to talk about how stress affects your body. And you want to know that how and, and understand that because that's going to actually force you to make that change because you go, oh my goodness, this is what stress is doing to me. I don't want to do that. Okay. So Let's talk about a couple of things here. And this one is actually from um, JW.org, which is just another great um, resource. Um, they pull a lot of things together as well. They are not a medical um, institution or anything, but they just have some good, wholesome, you know, great principles and pull from a lot of different places. So I, I like this website as well. So nervous system. Your nervous system causes hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol to be released. These increase your heart rate, your blood pressure, and your glucose levels in your blood, all of which enable you to respond quicker to anger. Too much stress can lead to irritability, anxiety, depression, headaches, and insomnia. So remember, when you're stressed, right? The first thing, that's why this is listed as a first thing here. The first thing that's affected is your nervous system, your stress. So then your nerves are misfiring. Literally, your brain is sending out signals kind of like almost like Morse code or something like that's the way your body is responding to stress. Okay. Um, and of course, when you're stressed, any little thing somebody says to you, you going off on them right? And, and that's the reason why you want to kind of get this under control. Now, let's talk about some ones that aren't as obvious, right? Muscular skeletal, musculoskeletal system. Your muscles tense up to protect you from injury. Too much stress can lead to body aches, pains, tensions, headaches, and muscle spasms. A lot of people don't realize, but a lot of times your back, uh, back pain that is muscular um, and not um, bone related is stress, Backs are a lot of the times um, affected by high levels of stress. And I would have never known that until I kind of researched um, someone that had this similar issue. And I was like, wow, I would have never thought that stress really had that much to do with um, like back problems. Okay. Respiratory system. You breathe faster to take in more oxygen when you're stressed. Too much stress can lead to hyperventilation and shortness of what of breath as well as panic attacks and those who are prone to them. So first comes the stress, then comes the panic attack, okay? Cardiovascular system. Your heart beats faster and harder to distribute blood throughout your body. Blood vessels dilate or constrict to direct blood where your body needs it the most, such as your muscles. Too much stress can lead to high blood pressure, heart attack, and stroke, okay? Endocrine system. Your glands produce the hormones adrenaline and cortisol, which help your body react to stress. Your liver increases your blood sugar level to give you more energy. Too much stress can lead to diabetes, lower immunity, and increased illness, mood swings, and weight gain. Okay, so these all are not the sole reasons that you may end up with these problems, but stress contributes to all of them. Um, now let's talk about gastrointestinal system. The way your body produces food 
This is the way that your body produces food is disrupted. Too much stress can lead to nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation. Okay. Uh, reproductive system. Stress can affect sexual desire and function. Too much stress can lead to impotence and disrupted menstrual cycle. Okay. And I know um, for women, you know, the sexual desire can often be affected a lot if we are too stressed out and we don't even realize it. Like, oh, I'm not in the mood and you, you can't figure out why. You may have some underlying stress that you're not dealing with. So um, that's definitely one that we can um, be aware of. So all of these things, guys, are, I feel, great information for us to have. And just remember, um, this is just stuff to, to learn from, information to take in. And, you know, the more information, good information you take in, then you're able to kind of over time start to implement this stuff. Um, and it takes time. Nothing happens overnight. Stress is something that's going to be with us from now on. You can't really avoid stress. So don't feel bad if you fall into having a stressful day. Sometimes you're just going to have have a stressful day and there's nothing anybody can do about it. There's nothing you can do if you didn't handle the situation properly. And that is okay. Um, this is just more of like stuff to keep in mind just for your overall and general health and well-being. Some things that you can do to, to implement to keep yourself as happy and healthy and stress-free as possible. All right, ladies. So for all ladies listening, um, if you are a young, maybe you're a teenager, um, maybe you are a businesswoman, maybe you are a mom, maybe you are all three, all of this information is going to be good for all of us, okay? I hope you found this information to be beneficial. Thank you so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next episode.